Welcome to The Whore Next Door. My name is Kim and I'm the whore. And this week's episode is brought to you by Valentine's Day because I fucking forgot that it was Valentine's Day last week. What's up, you guys? Um, I'm having a fucking day. So last week I had the flu. I literally have no idea what I talked about in the episode. I wound up staying home from work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday Friday, I went back and didn't know it was Valentine's Day until I walked in the door and my boss said, Happy Valentine's Day. Um, and then over the, so I, at, on Valentine's Day, um, after work, I wound up taking myself out to dinner to one of my favorite bars and sat next to these this group of guys um And it sounded like they got together because one of the guy's grandparents was not doing well. And I was just sitting there eating and listening in on their conversation because obviously. And um, one of his grandparents had recently passed away. And he was talking about how now his other grandparent isn't doing well and how their 63rd wedding anniversary just passed um and it I'm I felt for him I felt really sad for him then I listened to them talk about being on bubble and no longer felt sad for them whatsoever but anyways um over the weekend I was supposed to go to my cousin's son's first birthday party but wound up staying home because I didn't want to get my grandma sick, and then on Sunday, um, worked a full day, and then wound up meeting up with my parents and brother and sister and nephew over at my brother's house after work, Um, and my mom mentioned that my grandma had been hearing things, and I mean, I felt bad. Um, but didn't think too much of it. I kind of thought, like, maybe she's just hearing things through her hearing aid. Um, like, sound, like, her hearing aid maybe doesn't fit correctly, and so it's making her think there's sounds. But then my mom explained that, like, she's also having, like, visual hallucinations. Um, and then didn't think much of it. And then today, I got to work and received a message from my mom saying that my grandma's in the hospital, that her hallucinations were like really out of control. And so she and my aunt um, took her to the hospital yesterday and uh, she's checked into a behavioral uh, health center to be evaluated. And that's all I know right now. Um, And that she'll be treated for psychosis. And, um, you know, I know my grandma has a great deal of anxiety, and I'm sure through the generations, that's where I got my own anxiety. Um, My grandpa had passed uh, two years ago now, 
maybe almost two years ago. And since my nephew and my cousin's baby had been born, um, I think in a lot of ways it, it made my grandma more youthful and, and just, I've seen her come alive a lot more and I'm so grateful that those little kids are around to just give her a sense of purpose and to bring that bit of joy back into her life. Um, but that being said, you know, she's in her 90s and, and her partner, her lifelong partner is gone. And I know that for myself, like I live alone and, you know, there, there's some moments where you kind of lose it a little bit. Uh, but obviously not to the degree that my grandma is losing it. And I'm sad. I'm sad and I'm not that surprised. And I think that's what makes me sad is because inevitably I understood that the likelihood of her just living the rest of her life with no issues whatsoever, you know, and then just magically floating away on a cloud one day, um, that wasn't going to happen. But I never put a terrible amount of thought into what exactly would happen after my grandpa passed. And I think what's happening is I'm slowly losing my grandma. And I don't know, you know, I don't know for sure. I think right now I'm just kind of, I haven't had time to process because I was at work when I found out and um, I was super busy all day. I had like one quiet moment where it was just me and the baby and I just took a few minutes to just cry a little bit and then used the burp cloth to wipe my face off and then had to go back to being professional and as professional as you can be when you sing wheels on the bus for a living. Um, but, you know, I just got home from work and this is like my first chance to sit down and really process what's happening. And I think I'm catastrophizing, catastrophizing, I'm making it all really big in my head, whatever the fuck that word is, because it feels really big. And and I don't know basically anything about the situation or what to expect going forward. So it just feels awful. And it feels like I'm losing her and I don't want to. Um, but in honor of Valentine's Day and in honor of one of the greatest love stories that I've ever gotten to witness. I wanted to tell you guys the story of my grandma and grandpa's relationship. Um, on Christmas, when I was at my cousin's house with my family, my grandma had sat me down. I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast, but she was sitting with me at the dinner table and she just turned to me and she just said, I worry about you, Kimmy. I'm worried you're not going to find someone. 
And I, you know, I just talked to her a little bit about what dating is like these days. And that it's a very different mentality than when she and my grandpa met. And that people are quick to move on. And, um, you know, there's just infinite options now. And people don't necessarily take monogamy, um, they don't view monogamy necessarily the same way that my grandparents did and it's just an overall different time you know and she understood that and and then just started telling me about her and my grandpa and like my dad that night I was like grandma just told me all about her and grandpa's relationship and my dad was like you need to write this down so you don't forget and I was like that's why I'm telling you right now what she said so that I don't forget and of course like I've forgotten pieces and I didn't write it down and I should have um and that's killing me right now because I just feel like I'm not gonna have an opportunity to ask her to tell me again been a while since I full out sobbed on here. <laughs> I'm just really sad. But anyways, I wanted to tell you guys the parts that she told me so that I won't ever forget this. <laughs> okay, so she told me that um, when they first met, she was going with this other guy. These are her words. Said, I was going with this other guy. And um, I had seen your grandpa, you know, out and about at the dances. And we went fishing one time. And he was there with his girl. And I was there with the guy I was going with. And she said, um, she's like, I didn't think nothing of him. And then she said, uh, <laughs> she said she even saw him working on uh, under the car <laughs> one day. And I said, oh, yeah, what'd you think? Do you say anything to you? And she said, oh, I didn't think anything of him. <laughs> um, but then she said one day, uh, my grandpa and his friend, who she was dating at that time, <laughs> I were fishing together. The girls were not there. And uh, my grandpa said to my grandma's boyfriend at the time, uh, hey, can I go with her? Can I go with your girl? And they agreed. And they just traded girlfriends. <laughs> I said, I asked my grandma, like, oh, what did you think of that? Like, um, <laughs> and I... Uh, and she said, well, you know, I, Grandpa must not have thought much about his girlfriend then, or something like that. And so uh, they traded girlfriends and then uh, they just essentially informed my grandma and this other girl you know, that they had new boyfriends now. And I don't remember if my grandma said this was their first date or if this is just something that they did in general. Um, but my grandma said she used to do up her hair, which my grandma has curly hair, so her hair and curlers. And um, 
she'd put her hair in curlers and then take the streetcar to the Argonne Theater to go dancing. And the Argonne Theater actually still exists. And it's crazy to hear her talk about it because it's just like, oh, that's a place I know. That's a place I've gone to. And it's certainly like not what it's not now what it was then. It used to be live music, you know, and a huge dance floor. And um, anyways, so uh, she would do up her hair and go to the Argonne Theater and go dancing with my grandpa. And um, when they got back from their first date, whatever it was, whether it was dancing or something else, I don't remember. But when they got back from their first date, my grandma got home back to her parents' house. And my uh, grandma's mother said, you know, I think he's the one. And they dated. I don't remember how long she said they dated for before they got engaged. Uh, but she told me that uh, one day my grandpa called her up and asked her to go to the park And they walked to the park and he proposed to her. And my grandma had said something like she had to do the wash or something that day. Or she she hadn't washed her hair or she had to wash the laundry. Something something about wash. (laughs) Anyways, my grandpa took my grandma to the park and proposed to her. And then they went back to my grandpa's sister's house to show her the engagement ring. Uh, and I don't remember what it was exactly, but I think that my grandpa's sister was a jerk to my grandma or something like that. I remember my grandma saying something about there being other, like other girls that my grandpa's sister wanted him to be with. Uh, but he didn't think much of those girls or something like that. And so anyway, they went and showed off the ring and wound up getting married and and spent a lifetime together and had three girls my mom and my two aunts and my grandma turned into a verified saint raising those three girls um and when my grandpa passed I spent I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house while my grandpa was in hospice, just talking, you know, to him and to my grandma and talking with my cousins about memories. And a memory that we all share is that we all grew up fishing in the little stream behind my grandparents' house. And after my grandma and Christmas told me this story about fishing and how they just swapped girlfriends over a fishing date. That's very sweet that um, fishing became like a through line of of not only how I remember my grandpa, but how my grandma remembers my grandpa, which is hilarious because, yes, my grandpa did like fishing, but certainly that is not like, that's not even like an important thing about him. It's so it's just strange that like fishing played such a role <laughs> in all of these stories. Um, and the thing that I also remember my grandma saying about my grandpa was that there was never enough time. 
just never enough time with him. And they spent their whole lives together. And and right after my grandpa passed, my grandma tells me that she feels him there and she hears him calling her name. And I don't think that was hallucinations. I think that was real. I believe it. My grandpa was such a stubborn, stubborn, God, I love him, but just such a stubborn man. I'm absolutely positive he'd be haunting the shit out of her, making sure that she's taking care of herself. Sorry, that sound is my dog rushing over to make sure that I'm okay. Um, ah, yes. Hello, Bella. Say hi to the podcast. And so anyways, what I told my grandma was that I didn't want to find just anybody. I wanted to find somebody who I could never spend enough time with. And and when she, I asked her, you know, did you ever date anybody before grandpa? And she said, yeah, I dated some jerks. And I told her, yeah, I dated some jerks too. And even though there's no way she could ever understand what my dating life is like or what it's like to date these days, she just nodded her head and I could tell she understood what I meant. So anyways, this one is for you, Grandma. I just want you to know that I'll never forget you. And and one day I'm going to find a guy that I can't ever spend enough time with either. And who's going to haunt the shit out of me after he dies. (laughs) And for you guys, happy belated Valentine's Day. And I hope that you guys enjoyed my grandparents' love story as much as I do. Um, And have a good week. Suck a dick, ride a streetcar, put your hair up in curlers and do the wash. You know, whatever you gotta do. Um... I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Goodbye. What's up, my little horror nuggets? Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Just wanted to remind you to go rate and review on iTunes. Obviously, five stars is always appreciated, but any kind of feedback helps. And as always, you can contact me on Twitter at whore underscore next or email me at thewhorenextdoorpodcast at gmail.com. Love you guys. Goodbye.